Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I'm Chelsea, get used to my voice. And I'm JC. And know the difference so that you don't mess things up, okay? Today on the podcast, we are talking about red flags versus green flags. You might have seen this trend and you know we love to follow the trends because we are Vapid Valley gals. You know, we're trendy gals. Yes. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We asked you guys for your input on what you guys think are red flags in a relationship, green flags in a relationship. And then also we put a question box and had you guys ask for our opinion. Like, you know, when he does this, is it a red flag or a green flag? So we're going to be discussing all of that. Very excited about it. Can't um, wait to roast males for another 55 minutes. Yay. Lady is in here with us as we record, just longing for the door, just staring at the door, wanting to get out. Sorry, lady, you're trapped. I'm wondering if I should let her out or just keep her in our little cave. Oh, don't worry about the fighter jets above us. I don't know if you can hear that in the podcast server. I always wonder. That one's pretty loud. It's That's very loud. I have a few things to update on. Did you make a list? A list? Last oh, week you were oh, saying. Oh, I meant of the red and green flags. I'm like, no. I'm in a very healthy relationship, a green flag relationship. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying. Yeah, of, no, I did of- not learn my lesson. Okay. Well, but I mentally, I mentally made a list on the way here. Okay. But you can go first. Well, let me tell you something. I took that. I got my Everlywell results. Did you do yours yet? No. Okay. Well, so yeah. Everlywell is a podcast sponsor and they're like these little at home kit things. They have a bunch of different tests that you can take with. It's like a little blood test where you just do a finger prick and then you send in your blood and they tell you they have like food sensitivity, food allergy, women's health, stress levels, like tons of stuff. It's really cool. Anyway, I got my results back and they shocked me. Really? Oh, you did the food sensitivity I did food sensitivity and there was one specific food that was like bright red, like top of the, there's a scale basically. It's like goes from green to red and Mm -hmm. it was like literally at the very top. And guess what it was? Tomatoes. Almonds. (gasps) Really? Yes. And I, so I eat, I feel like actually almonds aren't like a huge part of my diet, but I do almond milk whenever I have like cereal. Mm-hmm. I, ironically, I thought like maybe I was kind of gluten intolerant or whatever. So I have literally like almond flour cake mixes, like literal <laughs> gluten free. Mo- yeah. A lot of gluten free stuff has almond flour. Yeah. And I do almond butter on toast all the time. Like, so Anyway, wow, that's actually like kind of sad. No, I, I think it's I am like so happy about it because I feel like it's one of the easier things to cut out of my oh. diet. Like I was scared it was going to be like gluten off the oh, charts yeah. and I was just going to like really like not that that's bad, but it's just harder to cut out like all gluten. But almonds, I feel like is pretty easy to cut out where it's like, OK, I just won't have almond milk. I'll have a different milk instead. And I'll do peanut butter instead of almond butter. Like, you know, it's not that bad. But it made me really happy to discover that because it was saying that not it, but I was like looking up what almond sensitivity symptoms are. And it said, number one, like the rash thing, like hives that I always get literally every day. Not every day, but like often, like multiple times a week. And like I could do be acne and all this stuff. So I'm like, well, I'm cutting almonds out for now. Maybe I'll do that one. To see what if it like. You know, if I feel any better, it's only been like three days without almonds at this point. But I thought that was very interesting and like very good to know. Yeah, I need to do that one. I I did the women's health one and I didn't realize it's like you have to do it like three days after your flow. And I just I don't know my flow because I'm still breastfeeding and I haven't got my period yet. Mm. So I literally got it all out, mentally prepared myself because I'm so squeamish to like do the prick. Yeah. And then it was like three days after your 
like the start of your period four days after. And I was like, oh, yeah, great. I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to do this. And yeah, I just ordered so it out. the food sensitivity one. So I think it's our code is just what we said, by the way. This isn't mm-hmm. like a sponsored section, but it ter- basically turned into a yeah. five minute long ad. It's so Everlywell, everlywell.com. And then use the code what we said. But yeah, I just ordered Leif one we'll with see. our code because I was like, it's so interesting to know that, you know? Yeah, it they, is really good. They also have food allergy tests, which is different than sensitivity. So maybe I'll do that. Anyway, so that's where I'm at with the almonds. Nice. And Break up with almonds. Yep. I am trying to do kind of like an elimination diet, I guess. Basically eliminating them from my diet for a little bit to see what difference it makes. And then what else was there? That was like the main thing. Like that seriously was like off the charts red, which mm-hmm. is nothing else was crazy. Wheat was up there a little bit as something, but it really wasn't even that bad on the chart. So almonds was the main one. Wheat would be extremely hard to cut out because mm. it's not gluten. It's not the same as gluten, but like wheat is in gluten. Yeah, is that I don't know. And a lot of things have wheat in it. Like mm. all bread basically yeah. is made with wheat flour. Yeah. And then if you look at like any like cereal or crackers or oh, chips, sure. like any of that, most of it has wheat. So that would be pretty hard, I feel like, to cut out. But it's just good to know. Yeah. Maybe like eat less of it. But yeah. Nice. Anyway. Taking hold of your health. Yes. Love that. One step at a time. Yeah. I feel like I need to do that one. It's like you need to eat meat. <laughs> yeah. Literally. No. Also, what I found interesting is that all fish for me was like the lowest of the low of the chart which means that my stomach is it does very well with my diet remember I was telling you at breakfast maybe like I think I've mentioned this on the podcast too in my like in the integrative nutrition school that I went to they talked they had this whole section about how you're supposed to eat according to like how your ancestors ate and that's the way that your body your body like digests that the best pretty much yes fish was super like literally like I said the lowest of the low and beef actually was like beef all like very my body like Mm -hmm. does great with it apparently and chicken and turkey were like a little bit higher as in they react a little bit worse with my body but yeah it's just all so interesting there's tons of foods that it tests for like literally 50 different types of foods so I just think it's interesting to learn about because it's like you can have your assumptions like I said I'd be like oh sometimes when I eat this I feel this way but it's like Maybe because of, I don't know, different things in it than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, okay, I'll have a toast with almond butter. And you then think I'm it's like, oh, my stomach's hurting. Maybe it's gluten and really it was the almonds. Yeah. Or like, oh, I had cereal that had gluten in it, but I had it with almond milk. And I yeah. thought it was the gluten. And no, it's the almonds. Like, it's yeah. just very crazy. So. Nice. Anything else? Well, I was going to give you the floor for a little bit because obviously we can talk about the Kendall stuff. I know. But we got to we got to call out Kendall Jenner. Yeah. And did we talk about the breakup? Oh, we kind of talked about it last week. But they're back together. Yeah, but they're back together. Were they ever really broken up is the question. I don't know. Well, okay. this is what the morning toast always says that TMZ is like the the Kardashian Jenner outlet. Like they will go to TMZ and TMZ always like they might have like a source with the Kardashians Mm -hmm. that it's like if TMZ says it, it's probably true. But if TMZ doesn't say it, then it might not be true. And TMZ never reported on the breakup. Really? So maybe it never happened. Mm. Because they were literally together a week after. Yeah. Maybe four days. And they, obviously they never would say anything about it. Like they never do. You know, the Kardashians Mm -hmm. never come out and are like, yes, we broke up. So it's like maybe we just would have never known. But maybe it's something for their timeline on the show next season. Yeah, they definitely never confirmed it. And they were together very shortly after. They were liking each other's photos. I wonder if they ever unfollowed each other. Maybe they broke up, but then Devin was like, fine, then I'm going to DM JC. And she's like, no, (laughs) let's get back together. Oh, you guys, it's like, here's the thing. I've tried to move on, okay? (laughs) And the universe won't let me. Like, I'll be like, oh, this was like a funny joke for a while. I don't want to beat it to death. Like, let's move on. And then something else will happen. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I have to bring attention to it. So the thing that happened recently that I was like, okay, is there were these photos that were similar of me and Kendall like laying on a beach chair, basically. It was a joke because it's really not that unique of a pose at all. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's like I've seen a million Instagram photos like that, but it's funny. Yeah, it was funny. It goes along with the joke, whatever. So I just posted on my story now that I have Instagram back and I posted my photo and then Kendall's, like tap over to Kendall's. 
they were all I posted. Very similar. They were very similar. But that being said, yeah. that's not a unique, super unique. It's like pose. a Pinterest pose kind yes. of thing. But yeah. So it was like a joke, obviously. And I was kind of even thinking, I was like, this is probably like the last time I'll like make a comparison just because, again, I don't want the joke to get yeah. stale. Like it's funny. Let's not like beat it to death. But it is funny. So I posted that. Right. And I get on a flight to Arizona. When I get off the flight and, and people are messaging me like, oh, my gosh, like she's obsessed. <laughs> you know, I'm joking around. When I get off the flight, I have another slew of messages. And it's like, JC, she deleted that, only that photo from the like photo dump that she did. Basically. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. And I go to her carousel that she posted of like, you know, eight different photos. It's gone. Only that photo is gone. And I had a moment where I'm like, there's no way, right? That's like, an admission of guilt. Like that, there is no way. Because why would, that's so. Yeah. Like that is so far-fetched that it's like she saw my, what? she doesn't have time to be doing that or caring. Like if I had 250 million followers, I wouldn't give a crap if some girl with 300K was like, she copied me in a very generic post. Yeah. Like I'd be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, why did she delete that? Like, yeah. is it just like the craziest coincidence, right? So I posted, I'm like, excuse me, she deleted it. Like, I guess the universe is just feeding me amazing content. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I have to think. The next day, she posts a very similar photo of her in a bikini, laying on a towel, reading the same exact book that I'm reading. When on my story a week prior, I had posted basically the exact same photo. Yeah. Me in a bikini, laying on a beach towel, reading the surrender experiment. Yeah. She posted that photo. And again, I got a ton of messages. They're like, JC, the book, like this photo, da, da, da. And I'm like, okay. This is a bit crazy. Like, mm-hmm. we're reading the same book. So anyway, I posted that. And I want you guys to know that someone that is extremely close to Kendall, very close to her. Yeah. And that is famous, in the midst of all of this, followed me on TikTok. Okay? And… They're dropping th- breadcrumbs. That's all I'm going to leave you guys with because everyone… First of all, I was joking. Yeah. The whole time, this whole time, I have been joking 100%. It has been satire. Yeah, there's been funny coincidences, but I like just use it to my advantage and I think it's funny and, you know, whatever. Now I don't know. I genuinely don't know if it's a joke because of this person following me on TikTok and because of all of the, like, all the things that I just mentioned. Like, I don't know. I'm like... Is it so far-fetched to think that she is, that she could in some world be playing along with it? I don't know. Yeah. But it's very crazy and it's so funny. Yeah. Like she could be a VVG. You never know. Okay. I was thinking it, it might be hard to be a celebrity because what if you're just her, her icon, you know, she just loves your style. She loves your photos. She follows on her burner account. She's like, oh, I just like, like seeing her stuff. And then, you know, as you do, when you see like a cute Pinterest photo, it's like, oh, this is my inspo for this photo. So it's like similar, you know? Yeah. And she's like, that's you for her. She kind of like subconsciously almost copies you. And then because she's a celebrity, it doesn't go under the radar. It gets called out instantly. Right. But then I'm like, am I ruining everything by being like, another one copied, copied. And she's just like, all right, I'm going to unfollow you now. Like you're annoying. (laughs) I had a chance. I had a chance of being friends, you know? And, but- Again, because this person did follow me, it makes me think that it's just, it's really, I just need answers. Like, I need to know why this person followed because that makes me think that they do know about it. Like, Mm -hmm. even Kendall is, like, kind of in on it or something. Not that she's purposely doing any of that specifically, but that she's maybe seen one of the videos that have gone viral on TikTok of me being like, you know, she's copying me, whatever. I don't know. I don't know, but I, like… I hope that one day I know. One day the answers will come to fruition. I need answers. I was thinking because, you know, influencers will get invited, for instance, to like the road launch party. Mm -hmm. Like I saw some girls that I follow going to the road launch party and meeting Hailey Bieber and like meeting Kendall. And I was thinking if I went to one one of those events, like would Kendall literally be like, I've never seen you in my life? Or would she be like, if I went up to her and was like, hi, like, I don't know if you see my videos. I've joked around, whatever. Would she be like, yes? Or would she literally be like, I've never seen you. Sorry. I know. Like, nice to meet you. You know, it's like, I need to know. I need to know. Oh, cute fan. You want a photo? Exactly. You're like, no, you copy me. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. You go to Kendall. You're like, do you want a photo with me? Yes. (laughs) So funny. I know. We'll know soon. I feel like, I feel like we'll know. 
you think mm-hmm. we'll get answers one day? Yeah. Hopefully. One day soon. If any, if nothing else, I was saying, even if it's nothing, if it's just the fact that we are similar, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Okay. She is the highest paid supermodel in the world. If I'm on the same wavelength, that's all I need to that's know. That's all that. I can sleep well at night. Okay. That's all I need to know. Yeah. So. Well, I might need to know. Yeah. Well, I need answers, but, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying yeah. that that is a comforting, if a nothing, comforting a, thought. If nothing else. Mm-hmm. That so, is good confirmation that you're. I'm on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. You're in your style girly era. Mm-hmm. You're in your Kendall era. And she's in yes. her Daisy era. Yes. Aw. So true. We should give you guys the bestie necklace. Honestly, she just should come co-host the podcast. Please. The new brunette half of the podcast. Please? No, not <laughs> with me. I'm just saying please get her on. We need answers. I'm like, she can replace me. You're like, please. See, <laughs> no, 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 no. My toxic trait is believing that we can fully get her on one day. Yeah, I was actually just thinking of the title of the episode of when we had Kendall on. Like, no, literally, Kendall Jenner. <laughs> that yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. You know, crazier things have happened. Th- that's what's really weird is that I feel like the the line between celebrity and influencer is getting extremely blurred. Not blurred, but a lot of influencers are meeting celebrities these days. And it's crazy. 100%, and yeah. like becoming friends and stuff. But again, I always think of myself as a very small influencer. A micro-influencer, as they Literally. say. Literally. <laughs> because I I always say this. I'm like, I don't think of myself. That's why when people are like, Jaycee, it's real. Like, she must actually be. And I'm like, I just don't believe it at all because but I have imposter syndrome. I think I'm like a tiny influencer. Like, I don't think of myself as this I don't huge. think you're a tiny influencer. I feel like you have been, a, even if you might not have the amount of followers as like Charlie D'Amelio, it's like, but you have been around with OGs for a long time. So even if people aren't following you, they know who you are. Maybe. Everyone knows who you are. <laughs> Every single person knows me. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think well, it's just because TikTok, there are so many people I know that I don't follow. True. That I'm like, I don't want to, <laughs> that I'm like, their stuff isn't good enough. But it's like, you know, they're, you know, who you they know are. who they are, but you just yeah. don't follow. But, exactly. but to me, those are all people who have 10 million followers, you know? So I'm just like, I don't consider myself like in that arena yeah. at all, but whatever. I, who knows? I don't know. I don't think I'll ever make it. <laughs> I'm like, I'll never make it in this world. I don't think I'll ever feel like a big influencer, even if I legitimately had 10 million followers. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was just thinking in my head because you're a humble queen. No, no I just think. I honestly wonder if that's how everyone feels, like even Charlie D'Amelio, because it's like you are still just a random normal girl. Yeah. So how can you ever feel like, I mean, maybe when you're literally at the Met Gala, it's like, yeah. I think I especially so. when when it comes later in life, you've already lived most of your life just not being an influencer. Right. So it doesn't feel that different. Maybe if it was like you were 16, that's all you know. Yeah. Then you do maybe feel like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But especially because it's like we're almost 30 years old. It's like we have become so comfortable. I mean, I guess you've been doing it, though, for a while. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. We'll Anyways, see. We'll see you we... on the next episode of Keeping Kardashians. Up. Yeah. Well, Keeping Up is canceled. No, sorry. Don't say that sorry. Kendall. <laughs> I'm sorry. She literally was about to ask me to be on the show. She's, She's like, like, oh, oh you're revoked. not your fan. Revoked. Yeah, sorry. Not Keeping Up. Anyways, should we get into the flags? Yes. You okay. have anything else to say? Yeah, but mine was a little bit more like hmm, serious and sad. I don't want to. I don't want to dampen the mood. Well, so. you can't do say that and then not say it. Kendall just posted. Really? Oh my gosh! Stop. The caption is JC. <laughs> Screw you, JC. My awesome. <gasps> Chelsea, don't stunning. gasp. <laughs> Wait, her outfit's really iconic in yeah, that. Yeah, it's really cute. It's really good. Well, you can't say. You got to tell us now. Sorry. What? I don't make the rules. Oh, about you can't Kendall? be like. No, I'm oh. saying you can't say. You have an update and and then not say it like you have to. No, I was going to I was going to say. Sorry. Sorry. I was the heavens opening up. I'm like, (laughs) now tell us. (laughs) What are Scary music. I was going to do a little postpartum corner update. Let's hear it. Because I just I was going to say I just turned six months old. Bye. (laughs) I just heard like six months postpartum. Yeah. yeah. Just turned six months. And I wanted to like. I don't know if I've ever said this necessarily on the podcast, but I feel like it's so interesting. Like I kept saying, and I've said on the podcast about expectations, about how I have expectations of where I should be certain months Mm -hmm. of postpartum. And I don't know if I've said this on the podcast that I've 
gained weight postpartum, not even pregnancy. Like, and I, I just wanted to say that out loud because I feel like I didn't think that that was a possibility. And that's what made me kind of feel a little bit alone or isolated that I wasn't normal, I guess. So most people think when you get pregnant, you gain weight when you're pregnant, obviously. And then you like lose the weight postpartum. Like they don't even think, I don't know. I always heard when you're breastfeeding, you'll just lose all the baby. It'll come right off. Mm -hmm. And so that was my expectation where I'm like, okay, I gained a little weight pregnancy, but I, it was nothing I was ever worried about. And I was just like, whatever. And then postpartum, I was expecting to literally go right back to pre-pregnancy weight. And if you guys know, like I have struggled with an eating disorder before, but I, I was like, oh, I'm so much better now. Like the last couple of years, I've just been like, oh, I'm fine. I have a different brain. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. even affect me. I don't even have eating disorder thoughts anymore. And then after I, yeah, had the baby, weeks went by. I stopped, I wasn't like really, I don't know, getting back into the gro groove of things. But after six weeks, I noticed I gained weight postpartum. Like from my, literally didn't lose any weight pretty much. And only, and the reason I know I gained weight is because your stomach goes down because you lose all the fluids. Mm -hmm. And so I was the same weight like two weeks after that I was six weeks after. And I was expecting to go to my six week appointment and be like literally a skinny legend and be like, oh, I'm fine. Everything's, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I never got scared about the weight while I was pregnant. When I saw the scale, it never freaked me out. But postpartum, because of, of my expectations, when I, when I saw my weight, I was freaking out. And I was like, oh, no, OK, it's fine. I was like kind of panicking, like, OK, it's, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's OK. It's like normal. It would be very almost just like rare to be back at your pre-pregnancy weight mm -hmm. six weeks after you had a baby. But then it kept going up. And I, I feel like because I wasn't moving and breastfeeding, I don't know why I thought breastfeeding would make me lose a ton of weight because it's only like a couple hundred calories a day that you lose from breastfeeding. Anyways, I was just kind of sitting around, not very active, got very out of shape. And I feel like I was, I kept like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Kind of just in my mind, telling myself it'll change. And that was kind of stopping me from accepting things, which was making me panicked, stressed, insecure, just like putting a lot of pressure on myself. And so and I felt very alone and, like I said, not normal because I would always see people. I don't know. It just made me sad when I would see people on Instagram who, like, bounced back really quick mm -hmm. and would be pre-pregnancy and would lose weight. Like, even people gained more weight than me when they were pregnant. And then afterwards, they lost it all really fast. And I was, like, gaining weight. And I was like, okay, I feel so stupid that I'm the only one that's, like, gaining weight. And I feel stupid that I feel stupid mm -hmm. because it's just weight. It doesn't matter. You know, I thought I learned all this. And I think whenever you have something like, I don't know, mental illness or anything like that, that you, it, it's almost worse in my mind when I overcame my eating disorder, I felt like I conquered it. And then like you take steps back mm -hmm. and then you feel like, it's like, dang, it's even more like disappointing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I thought I'd like, it's discouraging because you feel like, you feel like you should know better, I guess. So you feel like you should be like, I don't know cured or something yeah <laughs> anyway so I just wanted to validate all the postpartum girlies or girls who just like struggle with like body image issues it's just like I don't know I thought I'd be like perfect for the rest of my life in terms of body image issues not even like physically I always thought like pregnancy if my body changed I'd be fine but I was I wasn't fine and I had to just kind of accept that it was going to take time to get to used to my new body. And like, it was just shocking. And I didn't get the, everyone would be like, I appreciate my body because of all the amazing things it's done for me. And I'm like, in my mind, I feel so guilty for just feeling gross and not cute and just like so self-critical and those like self-hatred, self-critical thoughts would just come back. And then I would feel so discouraged. I'm like, okay, well, I thought I already got past this and now I feel like I'm taking a step back. Anyways, I'm doing better. Kind of. Well, I do better until my mom posts a Facebook photo. You know what? Worse angles. Literally, I always feel like I'm a cancel so <laughs> cancel in-laws and parents Facebook and Instagram photos. I feel like I am doing so well. This morning I was like, I'm doing so well with my body image issues. My mom posted an Instagram photo of me. <laughs> I'm an ogre. I'm like, okay, five steps back. I'm like, I'm calling my mom right now. There's being like, nothing you worse are the root of my issue right than now. a candid photo that your mom or like your parent takes. No, I'm like, what? I mean, it's kind of endearing because it's like, okay, maybe you didn't think I looked bad, but that's going to be a no for me. It's going to be an absolute no. I don't care no. if nobody follows you on the planet. I don't want to see that. Take that away. 100%. So, I, th I think I think that's very relatable in a lot of different ways. Like, 
just what you were just talking about. I feel like with anything in life that you have struggled with and then you feel like you overcome when you whenever you feel an ounce of sadness about yeah. it again, it's so disappointing. And I well, not that it should be. It just mm-hmm. does feel that way. Like I've even thought with my infertility stuff, I'm like, I have been like thriving lately as far as mentally goes. I feel like I've been doing so much better. Yeah, you're and like, then, I defeated it. Yeah, I'm like, I defeated it. But then like sometimes when I get my period, I'll feel this like sadness where I'm mm-hmm. like, dang, but I'm not even. You feel like you're going backwards. Yes. And then I'm like, I shame myself for even feeling like that because I'm like, I thought I was over this. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I think it's a good lesson to learn to just, it's, your feelings are your feelings. The things you, the things you struggle with, they sometimes might not always just disappear forever, yeah. but that's fine. And like, it's just, that's life is going through waves like this of, you know, struggling with something, kind yeah, of overcoming exactly. it. Maybe it comes back a little bit. I think it is very relatable. It, I, sh- I think everyone can relate to that with a certain thing in their life, yeah, you know? Exactly. And I think it's just acceptance and like expectations. The more I just, some days I feel so good and it's not, it's weird because it's not like, oh, okay, when you have a, when you're feeling sad overall, you know, sometimes you're like, okay, this month I've just felt sad. It's not like every single moment of every day you feel sad or bad or anything like that. It's like, there have been d- plenty of days where I don't care. But then the times that I do care, like when I'm getting dressed and I just get, I feel so discouraged and I'm just like, oh, why do I feel discouraged? Why do I feel bad about this? Like if this was my friend, I would be like, I haven't even noticed. Like, yes, it's not bad. It's like you, you look great. It's you just had a baby. But I'm like, I can't convince myself. It's like hard to convince myself, which I've just learned. I don't even have to convince myself like of anything. It's just it is what it is. And I don't have to like label it as bad or good or, you know, have attachment to the way that I look. But I I think it's just hard when it's like super shocking, especially in the way of pregnancy and postpartum. It happens so fast. Like it's not like over a couple years, all of a sudden you look different than you did. It's like within one year. Yeah, within one year, you look completely different Mm -hmm. and you your body has gone through so much. And you're just getting used to it. And it's like, okay, everyone should just telling me I should feel like I love my body for what it's done for me. But I feel like it's very normal to not. And yeah. it's okay. Definitely. It's all okay. But anyways, so. Also, yeah. you should never feel like you're like if you ever have an update that's not so happy. Like <laughs> happy. We still want to hear everything. I think it's good conversation. It's important. I mean, we all, both of us have had our ups and downs with. You know, that's what this podcast is. It's whatever we're feeling at the moment. Yeah. And I always feel like <laughs> I was watching the BTS video of they were like, okay, by the way, BTS is not going on hiatus. Apparently everybody. They pranked us. No, the, the there was like mistranslation and they're just like doing more solo projects. So they're not like disbanding or anything. Oh. For all my army out there that were worried. But anyways, I was watching their video. They were talking about like just how they feel like they've been doing this for so long. They're performing and they're starting to feel like machines. And they're like, we just need to like focus. We want to be the best BTS we can be. So we need to like stay happy pretty much. And he was saying something like, he's like, I feel like when I'm not my best, it's hard because like, I love like, they're saying I love their, you know, fans so much. And that's Mm -hmm. how I found like, I never want to like, not disappoint, but I never want to like, I don't know. It's like, I never want to disappoint our listeners. Not in a way where it's like, I know they they don't think we're perfect by any means. <laughs> Quite the opposite. But <laughs> they're like, trust me, that wasn't the concern. But I feel like I, I've always, I don't know, again, I felt like I've got to a place where I was like, able to encourage others to like love themselves. So I never, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, I never want to come across like, I don't, I don't know. But I think by by being honest, that's better than anything you could yeah. be because that is so much more relatable to me even to hear you talking about all of that. It's like no one wants someone who like I don't want to listen to someone who's like I have figured it out and yeah. I like just always love myself. That's it's yeah, that's what exactly. connects you with other people. So it's. It's definitely not a bad thing. I think if anything, yeah. it's incredibly like it's yeah, it connects you with people. I don't know. It's, yeah. But I get it. It's like you always want to be. I was going to put positive. my best face forward mm-hmm. for the podcast. And I think, again, sometimes it's hard to do if you get like one negative thing that says, I don't know, it kind of shuts off your vulnerability where you're like, OK, maybe I 
will keep these things to myself. Oh, 100%. Well, I mean, that's what we were talking about a few episodes ago with reading things that people say about you. It's like, it's so hard if people perceive you a certain way to continue to like be open because you're like, oh my gosh, it's, I I don't even want to give you anything if that's the way you think of me. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's a negative thing, it's like, oh, I think JC's like this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes me never want to speak again because that's not all my intention. But those people are just the loudest. And that's a red flag. That is a red flag. And that brings us to our (laughs) subject at the very end of our podcast episode. Anyways, subscribe to (laughs) and subscribe. Bye. No, I think, I think these conversations are great. And I think it's, like I said, this is our podcast and it's however you're feeling at the moment is valid and we should chat about it no matter what. I, I think I have had plenty of, I mean, again, the thing that I can relate to about it the most is just my infertility stuff. And it's like, I'll feel the same sometimes where I'm like, I just don't even want to bring it up because it's like, I don't want to kill the mood. Like, we're talking about confessions. I'm not going to chat. You know what I yeah. mean? It's mm-hmm. it's like, but at the same time, and I know what you just said will help so many girls yeah. and people out there. So it's like, it's worth it. Okay. All right. It's worth crying on the pod every week. Yes. Okay. So we asked you guys for like questions first of things you want us to decide if it's green or red flags. So ask us anything. We'll tell you our thoughts. And then we'll go into what you guys think are green and red flags. Yes. So let's just go, like, I'll pick one, you pick one. Okay, perfect. He wears Crocs. I'm going to go with green flag. I'm going to go with, a couple years ago, I would have said red flag. I'm going to say I've grown, I've matured, and I would say that's a green flag. That's someone who doesn't care. Same. And they're actually, who's who's practical, comfortable, and ready to go. Ready to go (sighs) sport mode or comfy mode. Crocs are kind of a sleigh. Yeah. And if he's in his Crocs era, I say green flag. Because, you know, the Gucci Crocs. Hello. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like Crocs are actually kind of making a comeback. So, Gucci Crocs are a lot different than regular Crocs. Yeah, but that style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You the know, style, like the sure. chunky style. Mm-hmm. Wanting to have a boys' night with just his friends. I wouldn't say that's literally. It depends on who his friends are. Yeah. I think it's a green flag because I think it's really important to have relationships outside of Definitely. your relationship and him to have friends, you to have friends, you to do separate things. But again, it depends on who the friends are. Yeah. Are they bad examples? And it depends how often. Yes. Wants me to unfollow all of my exes. That's kind of a tricky one because I wouldn't hmm. say that's like a red flag. It, I, it Again, depends on the circumstance. Like maybe is your ex like messaging you and he's like, can you just unfollow them or something like that? Or they're liking your photos and it's just like, okay, I, maybe it's a new relationship. You're like, okay, I would just rather if like. He, if you said wants me to unfollow all my friends or like all my guy friends, I would say red flag. Yeah. Exes. Uh, it could go either way. I, I don't think it's bad. I don't necessarily think that's bad. No, I don't think it's bad either. I don't think it's a red flag. I think it's yellow. I think it's a pause. Take a moment. Think about it. You've been off and on with them for a few years. I'm going to have to do red flag for I'm that gonna one. I'm going to do red flag as well. I don't think the off and on thing for multiple years is is the vibe. Yeah. I mean, I'm biased and I was going to say maybe one off and then back on because that's how me and Nick were. Like we were off for once and then we got back on. But Same. Um, but I think I know a lot of people who that is the case for that they got married. They're off once and then on yeah. again forever. That's more, but off and then on and off and then on uh, over years. Yes. I've been watching, I I got Abby to watch the first season of Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. And so we've been watching it and it's just been reminding me like the first season of Vanderpump Rules, you're just thinking the whole time, like you all need to break up with each other right now. Like they all say it to their friends, like you guys need to break up, but they won't break up with their person. They just keep breaking up, cheating on each other. It's just like, (sighs) what are you doing? Wasting time. I feel like it's just a comfort thing. A lot of times it's like, oh, we're comfortable together. We've been together for a while. It's hard to break up. Yeah. It's hard. Even if you do. Yeah. The off and on thing you do break up and it's like, eh, let's just get back together. I don't have any other options at the moment. Like, I don't know. I think it's just easy. They don't like drama. That's if they don't like drama, Mm -hmm. green flag. I was going to say if they don't like drama within themselves. However, if they shame you for watching reality TV, like that kind of like, I just don't think any drama is good. I personally would not like that. I was going to say, it's literally life. So oh. <laughs> they love that. He, he doesn't like any reality shows. He just he does loves Bachelor. He, no, he doesn't really love Bachelor. Oh, really? He likes Kardashians. Like again, he'll, once he gets hooked, he's hooked. Or yeah. even we watched a season of Love Island together and he liked it. Yeah. But whenever it's on, he'll be like, I just don't see the point in like inviting drama into your life. 
But I oh like going on the show. No, no, oh. like me watching it. He, he's like, I just oh. don't get the points. Like, why don't you just? Because Leif is extremely wholesome. He literally watches like nature shows, like yeah. YouTube videos about cars. Like he just yeah. But I I've told him recently. I'm like, okay, don't ever shame me or be like. I just don't get why you're watching that. I'm like, I'm going to start doing the same thing for you when you're playing VR, when mm-hmm. you're playing video games. I was like, it's a way to escape. And I lo- I work a lot and that's my version. I also have no drama in my real life. Yeah. So it's, it's you should consider it a blessing. It's yeah. like, this is the one place I get drama for fun to wind down and forget about my life. I think it's fine. A main way that humans, especially women, communicate is through storytelling. And storytelling always has to have a climax and, and that's drama. Yeah. Like, you know, a problem and a solution. It's usually drama. I, I so we get like it. it. I get the sentiment of like, oh, for what's sure, the point? Yeah. But but also I get, I see it from both sides. Yeah. If they don't post couples pics of you on like social media. Could be a red flag if, if you they post don't, other photos. Yes, I was going to say, if he doesn't post on social media in general, who cares? If he's just posting selfies up the wazoo, that's going to uh, be a no. That's going to be a no. Because he doesn't want people to know that yeah. you're dating. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The talking stage lasting longer than a month. What is the talking stage? Just See, like texting and like not really hanging out or anything? Yeah, I think talking is like <clears throat> essentially not committing to each other. Just pot- I actually could be wrong about this, but I believe that the talking stage is like sometimes like meeting up, hanging out, maybe even hooking up, but not like putting oh. a label on it. Just, oh no, we're just talking. Like it's it's basically people's way of not committing yet and not being like, yeah, we're dating, but essentially dating. That's what I think. Okay. Well, it depends. A month is kind of like maybe when it should be. Yes. Turning. I think after a month, we should that's, turn. If you go on a date every weekend, you guys both work. You guys are like, you know, both busy during the week. Maybe you go on four dates during the weekends. That's like four about dates. What? Like if you go on a date every weekend, you know, okay, you go on yeah, a date yeah. four. that's like four dates pretty much. So you're on your fourth date. That's like about, okay, you're starting to get to know each other. It also depends on. Oh, okay. Wait, it says. What is, I looked it up. What is the talking phase? Like, what is it classified as? Okay, because we've been married for, yeah, for some years. We're out of. It says, during the talking stage, you might go to dinner with the person you're talking to. You might go home with them, have full sex. Okay. Oh, okay. Sleep over, de- develop an emotional connection with their dog and depart with a gentle forehead kiss. And you might still have no idea what you're looking for or if they even like you. That Bye. should never happen. That oh, sounds no. horrible. It said, the talking stage is the earliest point in a relationship when you both express a mutual romantic interest and are willing to get to know each other on a deeper level. Oh, yeah. Okay. I feel like you can't put a time frame on that unless it's like literally seven years. Yeah. I think it can become… Sometimes it happens fast. Sometimes it takes a little slow burn. I feel like though, if you're literally like getting emotionally attached to his dog, he's giving you forehead kisses and you really like him and he's still not commit. Like, bye. That's so annoying. Yeah. That's very annoying. Is it a, oh, sorry. No, I think I've gone literally three times. Is it a red flag if he is constantly talking about how insecure he is? Could mean he's emotionally aware and intelligent. Yeah. Then, like, how long is it like, I don't know, that's like he's never shown any kind of improvement or want to be improvement. It's like, I always talk about how insecure, like, the second I feel insecure, I say it's to Nick. I'm like, I'm really insecure. (laughs) I think that we need to normalize men having emotions and sharing that. I think if this was reversed and it was like, a girl saying yeah. like, I tell him how insecure I am. I'd be like, as you should. Yeah. So I think it's the same. For it's like, sure. we should be glad that men are telling us telling that. us yeah. things like that. Like that means that he's feels he's safe and comfortable you, with you. Yeah. And if he's communicating that to you, then that means that he's wanting a solution or he's wanting, you know, support. And he's not just taking his insecurity, shoving it down and then going and do something else to like prove himself. You know what I mean? Exactly. Overcompensating. Mm-hmm. That'd be so much worse if he was just being a jerk to everyone and he wasn't, yeah. you know, even aware that he was insecure. They have a girl best friend that they spend more time with than you. Red flag. Red flag. The reddest of red. It's the, almost purple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the darkest of red. Is liking photos of hot girls on Instagram a red flag if you're in a relationship? Yes. Yes. I don't especially think guys should be you, liking photos of, like, Instagram baddies. Like, no, it's just stupid. No. Why? And I feel like especially you got to you gotta communicate and be like, that makes me extremely uncomfortable. Because you never know. Maybe in a previous relationship that was okay and so he doesn't know any different. But it's like if you express him, like, it makes me really uncomfortable when you like those. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. He never does again. Great. Great. If he keeps doing it, bye. Bye. Totally. His family has a history of cheating. Like, mom, dad, and older sister. Oh. 
I don't necessarily think that's judging gen- by their family. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that's genetic. Yeah. I think those are choices. <laughs> a cheating gene. A cheating gene. <gasps> he says you remind him of his mom. Like in what way? Yeah, in what way? If you look like his mom, if he said, oh. <laughs> oh, me looking like Lisa. We're both no, redheads. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying like if he's like, oh, I just love that you look like my mom. That's a little creepy. If he's like, oh, you're like my mom. You guys are both very understanding and like whatever. Yeah. But if it's like, you're just Wait. not like the guy on freaking Love is Blind who was like, you remind me of my mom so much. Like, I just love my mom. Will you marry me? It's like, yeah. says nothing about her. Yeah, 100%. You want to know something wild what? that Leif and I discovered when, when we were in Italy? Because we were talking to Beth and James about astrology and like, mm-hmm. and Beth was saying it really is interesting because sometimes you'll notice that you gravitate towards certain signs a lot in your life. Like, for me, I do have a lot of Aries and Leo friends. Like yeah. when I was in Aquarius, there's like three signs that I have a lot of those fr- people in my life. Is Aspen an Aries? Yeah. And so is Tessa. Mm-hmm. And then Kristen's a Leo. Beth's a Leo. Like anyway, so yeah. there's there's certain signs that I have like a lot of friends that are that. And Beth was saying, yeah, it's interesting because sometimes you realize that you gravitate towards like certain people. And then Leif was saying how or, or she was asking me like, what's your biological dad? And I was like, oh, he's a Virgo. And Leif's a Virgo. And then she's like, what's your mom? And to, to Leif. And he's like, she's a Capricorn. Stop. So Leif's mom is a Capricorn. Yeah. I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. My dad is a Virgo and Leif is a Virgo. So we both Stop. essentially married like our Fruit. opposite. What is that like? Parent sign. The f- Simon Fruit or whatever. Uh, I don't Who know. says that you like go after like your dad or your mom. Yeah. But it's weird because when I'm thinking about like personality traits, it's not. I don't yeah. think that either of us are similar to those people yeah. as much but that was just like so crazy to that me. is funny. I was like that's pretty crazy that we- I know I have so- I have earth signs all around me mm-hmm. I even birthed an earth sign because I love them so much <laughs> that's crazy okay let's move on to red flags yeah let's end with green flags yes. we can leave on a positive note okay so these are things that you guys said are red flags we're going to either confirm or deny if we think that that's true if it's a red flag if he punches holes in walls, red, 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 red. If he's literally obsessed with me right off the bat, love bombing. What is love bombing? I saw that a couple times. <sighs> love bombing is like taking it really fast or sorry, like really hard, really fast. And like, let, let me let me look up the definition again. Love bombing is an attempt to influence a person by demonstrations of attention and affection. It can be used in different ways for either positive or negative purposes. Jack's getting Stassi's name tattooed on his arm in Band of Rules. <laughs> Psychologists have identified love bombing as a possible part of a cycle of abuse and oh, warned against it. Okay, that's I, in red. Then. I think well, I think a lot of people think that love bombing is almost an attempt to like keep that or like I I could be wrong about this, but I like think like them over. Kind of, but also as a form of manipulation where it's like, "Oh, I got a tattoo of you. Now you have to be with me." Yep. Like that is literally what Jack's did on Band of Rules. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's like if they're they, broken up you have to watch Vanderpump Rules. I know. So I really do. But let me wait. Signs of love bombing. I'm interested. They make grand romantic gestures and give extravagant gifts. They always compliment you. Promote excessive communication. Request constant attention. Resist your boundaries. They make soulmate claims. Oh. Say I love you very quickly. Good at saying what you want to hear. They feel too good to be true. They make immediate promises about the future. Put you on a pedestal like… If it's moving too fast, if it feels too personal too quickly, like they're just like oh. opening up way too quick. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like in your gut, you know if it's like bad or good. Bad or good. Totally. Like you know if it's like, okay, I literally just found my soulmate, or if it's like, okay, this guy is creepy. Yes, totally. Seven, okay, this is crazy. Seven out of every 10 Gen Zers would rather date a love bomber than someone who is emotionally unavailable. That's very interesting. Wait, like that's 7 a survey. out of 10 would rather date a love bomb? Yes, they'd rather date someone mm. who's just like, I'm obsessed with you for that than yeah. like someone who's emotionally unavailable. Oh, wow. I, I guess I kind of get it. I thought that people like what they can't get. I don't know. But a, a lot of people will say that like people will love bomb them and then basically like that same person will like gaslight them later, which is essentially mm. what I was saying. Yeah. Like they do all these grand gestures for you. And then if you're like, oh, I'm having doubts, they're like, well, again, like I did so much for you. Yeah. Like I… You know, and it's yes. like, well, it doesn't change. I didn't ask yeah. you to do those things. Like, exactly. <laughs> you literally manipulated me. Yeah. Drives a lifted truck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what? A truck, I would say, is a green flag. A lifted truck? D- 
did they lift it? How much money did they spend on lifting? Why do you say green flag if they have a truck? I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of wholesome people who like wholesome guys who, you know, pick you up in a truck and it's like, you know, be a vibe. Yeah. Is it lifted to the max? I don't know. It depends. I feel like that could possibly not necessarily like red flag. Don't go near them. But like hmm, maybe they're just chuggy. (laughs) True, 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 true. Sucking on your mom's boob when anxious. Bye. (laughs) Uh, You guys need to listen to the last episode if you haven't. That's one of my favorites. They haven't cried since they were a child. Wow. He needs therapy, honey. Yeah. Because to get those emotions He's out. He's going to let it out. He's going to let it out one day. This is an interesting one that I think is common. Nice to you, but mean to others. I think that's a that's huge a red, red flag. flag. That is a red, red, red flag. You know what? I saw this girl on TikTok recently post, and she's like a decently, like a Im- big influencer. And she was posting, and she was like, people were commenting. I don't know. She like took her husband on a date. Or boyfriend. I don't know if they're, I don't think they're married. She took her boyfriend on a date or something for his, I don't know, for something for him. And people were like, wow, he doesn't seem like he's like very nice or appreciative or whatever in the video, which is, that is annoying because it's like, you've seen a 30 second video. You don't know about someone. But then she got on and like made this whole response video and she's like, hmm, you want to know why he doesn't seem nice? Because he's not a nice person. She's like, he's only nice to me. Like, da da da. And I was like, you do not know how big of a red flag that is, girl. Like he's not that, a nice person. He's not a nice person. Only nice to you. Mm, no, like that what? is not a good thing. No. That is not ever something to be like I proud of. This mean guy that I'm no. To. I get it a little bit because sometimes those guys, it makes you feel so special that mm-hmm. you're the one person that they're like it's obsessed with. Like a bad with. boy kind of. Yeah, thing. it's like a bad boy vibe where it's like they're kind of rough around the edges, kind of rude, but like they just are obsessed okay, with you and the are thing. so nice. Are they? What, the difference between kind and nice. Are they a kind person, but maybe they're just like not the most polite or, you know, something like that? Okay. Are they not nice and they're not kind hearted? Right. No. Right. Don't you think everyone is kind hearted deep down? Yeah. Me too. I, I feel was, like I was it reading just... this book and it was like, it was, I really love this quote. It said, you should never try to be good. You already have good within you. You just have to tap into that good. Yeah. And I thought that was great because I feel like it is it, whenever you try to do like to be good or to be nice, it's it doesn't even feel that good because you're like almost it feels inauthentic. Yeah, you're trying and it it almost puts a filter or like a cover over your actual heart and like your good intentions. And I was saying this, I feel like when you go into a conversation like I'm not very good at confrontation. So sometimes when I have to do confrontation, I will literally like plan what I'm going to say. And then I'm like, okay, I need to like say this. I need to say this. And I feel like whenever I do that, the conversation goes horribly because I'm just trying to get, I planned so much. I'm not even in the conversation, but whenever I just go into the conversation and I'm like, I'm just going to say whatever's on my heart in the moment. It's so much better of a Mm -hmm. conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. No solid plans or dates. Anytime, sometime, et cetera. You know what? He might just have ADHD because that is Nick. 100%. They like always have, oh yeah, go with the flow. Like, yeah, my, and then like five seconds before he tells me like our plans for the day. I'm like, dude, why didn't you tell me that? Like a month ago, I would love to put that on my calendar. Oh, I, Leif's not, he is that way a little bit, but I feel like it's weird with almost with the older I get, the more I'm like, if it does not adhere to my schedule, no. Like, I'm <laughs> so by the book. I've never really been that way. Like, I feel like I'm always pretty go with the flow. Yeah. And recently, I'm like, no. If I already have a plan, like, if that's not, I don't know. I feel like yeah. such a planner lately. It's weird. Yeah. I know. It's it's very strange because if I say a plan, I, I think this is an ADHD, ADD thing with, or a lot of people that haven't experienced this. It's like, they don't like it's really hard for them to stick to a schedule Mm -hmm. but it's also very hard for them to just go with the flow like they almost need routine but to actually set the routine up is so like difficult that's yeah it's like a catch-22 yeah I was just telling Liv I'm like I don't know if I'm really uptight and I'm getting more uptight like I don't know if it's my problem or not but I feel like especially it's like I was telling you because we live where we live People will come to visit a lot, mm-hmm. like especially during the summer, and they're just in summer mode. And I'm like, I feel like a buzzkill because I'm like, I have work. Like, yeah. I can't really just like go to the beach all day every day and or just be like, yeah, let's just pick up and do that. I'm like, I have like stuff on my to do list. Yeah. But then I was asking life, I'm like, am I being extremely uptight or is that just being an adult? It's mm-hmm. like, no, I literally can't just not work 
for yeah. like days on end. And he was saying like, he's like, I think it's both. He's like, I think it's good that you have a routine and a schedule that you stick to, but it's also good to like everything in moderation. Like you also should yeah. have fun. Well, also if you had a job where it's like you would literally get fired if you didn't show up to work, it would be totally fine that you're like, sorry, I have work. during the Exactly. Week, you know? But people just think like, oh, you make your own schedule. Why can't you come do this? Yeah. And I'm like, well, again, it's gonna, I've tried this before where people will be visiting and I'm just like, I'm in vacation mode all day with them. And then I get home at so 10 PM stressed. and then I work until 1 AM and yeah. I'm like, I would have loved to have just done this yeah. when I normally do it in the morning. Like, I don't know. Should we go to the green flags to end out? Yeah. Okay. So here are the green flags. And so if you're, if you're, you know, listening to this with your partner and they have one of these, go ahead and give them a high five. Yes. Tell them you love them. When they listen. <laughs> love that. Love that. It's honestly harder to come by than you think. I feel like I have specific memories of being on dates and it's just you, you leave the date and you're like, they don't probably even remember my name. No. They just talk they about themselves nothing. the entire time. Leif and I were just talking about that. He was saying, you know those people where you're in a conversation with them and they'll ask you a question, but it's almost like they just asked to like, to ask, but they didn't really listen to what you said. And yeah. literally mid, while, while you're saying the answer, they're already like moving on to like the next thing. And I was saying, I'm like, I think that's just insecurity where they're like a little bit socially anxious or something. And they're like, I need, kind of what you're saying, I need to plan what I'm going to say so mm-hmm. that I don't get overwhelmed. So, okay, after this question, I'm going to say this. You know what I mean? It's not percent. letting the conversation flow. Okay, but. asking how you like and don't like to be touched. Ooh. I think that's a very green flag. Definitely. When he has a good relationship with his parents. Green I'd flag. I'd say that's definitely green. Is he sucking on her <laughs> <laughs> If he's sucking on her boob, it's going to be red. Always following through on what they say they will do for you. Love that. Love that. Green flag. When they're nice to others, especially waiters and cashiers. It's literally the bare minimum, but… And she put a bunch of hearts. No, that's true. such a green flag. It's so true. Filling up my water bottle anytime or doing a task once I'm comfy in bed. Oh, we <laughs> oh stand. Love. We stand. Literally, Nick will be at golf and I'm like, I can't drink water. Like, I cannot fill up my own water bottle. <laughs> I don't know how to do anymore. Literally. All skills are done after I'm in bed. I know. I'm like, when are you going to be home? I'm thirsty. When he he talks you up to his family and friends. Oh. I love this one. Yes. And I I have actually been thinking about this lately with Leif. He's really good at that. He's like always just talking me up. Even like when something exciting happens. Yeah. Even when that person followed me that I just said on TikTok. And I was like freaking out because it's so crazy to me. Like the first thing his family came over and he's like, JC has something exciting. Like told them and like, <laughs> oh, that's sweet. It's just sweet. Yeah. You know, they, they embarrass you. Yeah. You're like, stop, stop. When he refers to JC and Chelsea as the girls and listens to every episode with you. That's the greenest flag. That is the greenest flag of all. Have. Being rich. <laughs> no, that's a pretty green flag too. <laughs> but also could be a red flag. Yeah. It could go one or the other way. Money doesn't change a person. Psych. No social media. I think it could be a great I think it green could be flag. a really big green flag. Yeah. Loves to go shopping. Green flag. We love a shopping king. Plus it makes it, if you love shopping, ugh, just so much better that if your husband's not complaining to go home the whole time. Yes. Doesn't mind embracing feminine things if they're a guy. Green flag. I personally love that. Tap into your feminine energy, boys. Yes. You all got it. It's, I will say... Like toxic masculinity is, toxic. is so much more of a red flag. Like it's so it does the opposite of what they think. Yeah, it does. Like yeah. being so like oh, I'm a manly man. I don't like that because I'm a guy. It's like it is not impressive at all. No. And if anything, it shows that you're not like an emotionally intelligent it, and aware it comes off person. As more of insecurity than yes. it does like security. Yes, they think it makes them look more yeah. confident when in reality it makes them look so insecure. Yes, one hundred percent. Always showers before a date. The effort of cleanliness. Love that. We love that. Mm-hmm. I know. You know what? It's just, you know, when you've been married for a while, I do feel like it is more, you just have to be intentional about the effort. You really do. Yes. Like, otherwise it can just be like, eh, let's go here. But I always love when we do go on a date and like lay showers and like puts yes. cologne on. I'm like, this just reminds yes. me of when we were first dating and it like spices things up. Like, One million in, you know? Yeah. I love that too. Taking a clear stance and putting his foot down if his mother, if your mother-in-law tries to talk bad about you. Yes. The greenest of green. The greenest. 
when he memorizes your coffee order. Oh, oh that is sweet. that's cute. I will say the other day I ordered Nick a breakfast burrito and I for, and I like got it for him and he was like, wait, there's onions on here. And he always asked for no onions. And I felt like the worst wife in the world. I was like, wait, I like I feel so bad <laughs> that I didn't say like no onions. Like it's such like a small, simple, you know, thoughtful thing to be like, oh, yeah, no onions. And he was like, it's fine. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've never felt worse. <laughs> they have house plants. That's green. Flag. And they own candles. Aww. That's a green flag. You know who I was thinking? Like, so my brother-in-law, Keaton, he has both of those things. Like, you go into his house and it's like, okay. you go into his apartment. It's so clean. He has candles. He has house plants that he keeps alive. And I'm like, oh, that's another thing. Keeps him alive? Yeah. Oh, that's literally, he, he revived my plant. Literally, I was dead. dead. We stand a green thumb king. No, but I was thinking, I'm like, that is such a, like, almost rarity. Yes. I feel like with men. It's like, He's one of the only guys, I told him that, I'm like, you're one of the only guys I know where, I guess I don't know that many single guys who live alone, but his apartment's just like very clean, looks nice, smells good, like all of yes. it. I'm like, that's really impressive. <laughs> yeah. It's really great. We love that. Love that for him. Brutally honest. I love a br- brutally honest king, honestly. Because <laughs> you know you can trust them. True. And like- they're- Unless they're like, you look fat. Oh. It's like, that's literally just- you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I thought you mean just in general. I mean, not necessarily like. I'm like, oh, not to me, but. <laughs> well, I'm like, they shouldn't even <laughs> think those thoughts about you. But no, I literally feel like that's a green flag. I, I was going to say, I feel like it's because sometimes it can be hard for me to be brutally honest with other people. When I see somebody else be brutally honest with someone, I respect that so much. True. Someone says baseball players are a green flag. Really? So literally what the nice did you go to because <laughs> ours just spit tobacco all over the freaking gym floor and we stepped on it with our bare feet on the way to dance class. So literally the nicest boys are baseball players. Some of them. Mm, some My of brother-in-law them. was a baseball player. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. But there are there some are baseball always, players that are terrifying. There's always bad apples and good apples. Okay. Right? What sport? This is what we're going to end on. Okay. What like sport? Okay. I don't know how to ask this question right, but. Or going to cheat go on into, you the most? No, you go into a room and there's all men. Okay, already ter- okay. terrifying, right? But <laughs> you go into a room and there's all men. What sport do you hope that they all play? And what sport do you hope they all not play? Like if you go into a room and you're like, these are all football players. Or like you go into a room and you're like, these are all lacrosse players. These are all I was going to say, I think I would hope for... I'm going to go with either... If we're talking about the most like common sports. Like yeah. let's... Because I think I would maybe hope that they're tennis players. Yeah. I was going to say tennis or golf players. Yeah. But I think if we're not doing that, if we're just doing like the main sports of, well, that is a main sport, but like football, basketball, whatever. I would say either soccer or basketball is that what I would hope for them to be. If you go into a room with all basketball players, the size difference honestly would be terrifying enough. But I know a lot of like really nice guys yeah. that are basketball players. Mm-hmm. I feel like what I would not want is football or lacrosse. Yes. All of our guy friends in high school were lacrosse boys and they were actually like extremely good guys. But I've heard horror stories about lacrosse boys. No. I feel like lacrosse boys with the mullet, they are they are up to something yes, not good. They're up to something. They are up well, to I no don't good. even think baseball players sometimes like, okay, Nick goes on the baseball team. He said freshman year. He's like, it's a good thing I didn't stay on the baseball team because like the baseball team in our high school was like the worst of the worst. Really? Guys. Not Not like the worst guys, but just, you know. Like party mode kind of vibes or yeah, something? Yeah, with girls like just cheating on people uh-huh. all the time. Okay. Just like, okay, not the vibe. I don't know many baseball players. I think that's where I'm having a hard time. Mm. I would say the scariest one would probably be… As far as cheating though? Football, the one I'd hope, the dive team. <laughs> that, you, that you run into? The dive team? Yeah, they're like, we're all on the dive team. I'd be like, oh, I feel safe. <laughs> true, true. Golf and tennis, I feel like the way they dress is like kind of like… The, the appearance comes off more like classy. And and the sport is known to be like a classy sport. Right. Basketball actually, I feel like, breeds a ton of cheaters. Like, mm-hmm. I, I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, even though I personally have had good experiences with, with basketball players, I feel like, don't, don't you think that basketball players are, a lot of them are more well-known than football players? You almost have to be like the best of the best football player to be known. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of them, I There's think. so many football players yeah. that it's like- The team's really big. Yeah, so I just feel like you could, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm off here, but I feel like being in the NFL. There's good and bad in all sports, but. Well, but I feel like being in the NFL wouldn't be as much of like. A flex? Right. Like if, if I met a guy 
if I was single right now and I met a guy and he was like, I'm in the NBA, like I play for this team, I'd be like, holy crap, like that's really impressive. And if he was like, I'm in the NFL, like I play for this, I'm like, yeah, you're probably on the bench. Like that's not as cool to me. Like even if they yeah. don't play a ton, it's like, it's such a smaller pool. So it's like, wow, you're the best of the best of basketball. That's cool, which to me makes their heads bigger, which makes them cheat more often. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, yeah. I think the NFL, though, like, even though there's so many of them, think about the majority of people in this world who play call, like high school football who try to get the, into the NFL. Yeah. It's still, I don't want to upset the NFL community. It's still extremely oh, oh, much 100%. Of <laughs> but, okay, but I yeah. know what you mean. No. Yeah. If you play any sport professionally, like, even in college, I bow to your feet. Like, like think please. about our high school football teams. Like, how many of them played college football? Mm -hmm. I don't even know any. I would Maybe venture to say college football would be worse. Th those men would are worse than Honestly, the NFL. Honestly, if they said we're a college team in general, I'd run for that. <laughs> True. Because, True. I don't know. Wait, please comment on our latest Instagram post if you're still watching. Like, who has, who, what is the most wholesome male sport? Yeah. What do we think? Let us know. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode. We are so excited that we have six episodes a month now. We used to only have four and now we're up to six. So every second Friday of the month, we have a new episode. And every last Friday of the month is still our advice episode as usual. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you go subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify if you want to be notified for new episodes. And if you're feeling generous, give us a little a rating and review. It's super easy. Also follow our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. You can be first to know everything and also updated on all of our story episodes and be a part of them if you want to. And look out for merch, you guys. Yes. And our Every Jewels collection. Mm -hmm. It's very, very cute. Okay. We love you guys. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye.